0: This is the Truth Network. Bible wonders of Habakkuk. Oh, what a connected dots passage do we have today. For it sure has connected a lot of dots for me today in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 4, which would be the Dalid verse, which in its own way is a door to much understanding, in my opinion, which the Dalid meaning door sometimes. And humility, it's kind of like uh, a doorway. And so we'll read it in English, and we'll jump right in. So, therefore, the law is slacked, and judgment doth never go forth, for the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore, wrong judgment proceedeth. So, wow, that's that's a mouthful. And there are some really telltale words in here that I think um, can send us into beautiful places. Rashi and Matthew Henry both commented that that word compass about is the exact same word from the 22nd Psalm that, that you might remember is, you know, that the, the wicked were compassing about Jesus uh, as the 22nd Psalm is so clearly about the crucifixion. And when you think about um, Jesus being compassed about, uh, you can see this kind of thing where evil was all around him and and then perhaps because of that we can see in Matthew 26 some amazing connections that i've seen and i've just like wondered like oh my goodness how beautiful is this that um that this if this is connected to this and i just wanted to um perhaps as i studied the idea of the law went slack you know, that word, um, Matthew Henry, on that word slack, is this if it quit breathing? Because the, the word starts with the letter pay, and that pay is like a mouth. And so as, as Matthew Henry would talk about that the word, um, that the mouth stopped talking in, a, in its own way. It stopped breathing. Um, it also, um, that word could mean to grow cold or to grow foggy. Uh, in modern Hebrew, the word actually does mean foggy. But the fascinating thing is if you think about it, Jesus is the law. And I've always been perplexed, and I'm sure a lot of folks have thought about why did Jesus not say much at his trial? And, and perhaps what we're seeing here is, is getting giving us a process of what happens as evil does all these things that we talked about in the previous chapter, that the law goes silent and, and and it's interesting to me that Jesus was silent right here and so I'm going to read this passage from Matthew from Matthew chapter 26 picking it up at 62 at verse 62 and the high priest arose and said unto him answer thou nothing as it which these that witness against thee but Jesus held his peace and the high priest answered and said unto him I adjure you by the living God that thou tellest whether thou be the son of christ that thou be the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said. Nevertheless, I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard his blasphemy. Well, when Jesus says the Son of Man, there he's he's making reference to Daniel chapter seven, which clearly you know shows that he is the son of the Son of Man, and it's really cool when you think about it. And I saw it in the new light this morning that Jesus is still completely a man and still completely God. And so what Daniel's vision was is that here this one as the Son of Man, right? That that literally he is he is the Son of God and the Son of Mary, and he is still a man and he is still God. And he and this is what <laughs> he's telling um the high priest that he's he's gonna see this. This and and clearly he did, or you know, as as <laughs> you know time would proceed, he would see it. And so, you know, it's an amazing thing as we begin to connect these dots right here is that Habakkuk to me was seeing this process. Um And well, maybe before we do that, I I would read the passage in in Daniel chapter seven, because I also think that it's critical to this understanding um, where the Son of Man is presented. It's in Daniel chapter seven, I'm gonna read verses 13 and 14. It says, I saw in the night visions and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and kingdom that all people, nations, and languages serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. So going back to our verse, as you think about what Habakkuk is saying here in the process of evil and what's going on, but it's interesting that the law goes slack. I mean, that's the word that it's it's translated there, or the law goes silent, and judgment doth never go forth. And that word never <laughs> is eternally. Well if if you think about it, and I did that, I've thought a lot about it, like what happened to Jesus was not just and will never be just. It happened, but it was not just, but it made us all just. It's it's fascinating what, you know, obviously Satan meant for evil, God meant for good, but the truth is that that really that judgment of justice really never went forth. And it says, for the wicked doth compass about the righteous, therefore wrong judgment proceedeth, which is exactly what did happen. Wrong judgment precedeth. But when you think about Jesus's faith in the front of that, in the, in the side of that, and all that went on there, it's absolutely spectacular. And so, as I said, to me, I mean, this connects so many dots as to why Jesus was silent, was like, God has this. It's going to be awesome. This is going to go forth. This wrong action is going to go forth in order to serve the purposes of God. And and, and in its own way, Habakkuk is explaining the process without realizing that he's explaining the process of what is going to happen with Jesus, that the righteous will be able to live by faith, which is where Habakkuk is actually going, obviously, in the second chapter. But it's 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 as a result of the law going slack here and and the you know these evil people encompassing the righteous and so i i think it's an amazing passage of course you can translate these words you know how you wish and see what you, what what you think you see but as i look into this and i look into my life i think of how many times we see this happen right that all this striving and all this iniquity and all this violence and these things that Habakkuk is talking about and it would appear that the law is silent, all of a sudden I'm terribly encouraged, I really am, I'm encouraged because it's like Jesus was telling us by him being silent that God has this. It's okay, you don't have to cry out and scream and yell, yes you need to pray, yes you need to do what's right, Yes, you need to follow Jesus. Yes, you need to go to God, turn into him, and in like a back, give him a hug and and get your instruction from him. But it's perfectly okay that the law goes silent. Because <laughs> like Jesus' faith, we need to have the great faith to know that the righteous shall live by faith, even if injustice goes forth. That's an, it's an amazing thing. And for me, this passage is really brought me some beautiful things is i can see jesus as a man as the son of man in a beautiful way through the the prophet daniel and i can also see that there are times when the law goes silent you know like on 9 11 right those those towers went down and in truth broadcasting today you know we're facing a terrible tragedy somebody's cut down three of our towers for one of our radio stations and it seems that the law is silence it seems that justice doesn't go forth but i You know, God is still in control and and he has this. and, And I love, love, love where God is pushing my faith through this understanding. I hope he's doing the same for you. I appreciate so much you listening today. God bless